episode seven, round six of mates beer and footy. Keep listening, viewers. <laughs> Bit of a squeaky chair over there by Chris, but might have picked that up on the mic. I don't know. <laughs> but let's get it cracking. Come on, mate. Ooh. Bit of a fizzer. Nice <laughs> oh, and fizzy. Mm. Very good. Well, it probably wasn't one of the most awe-inspiring rounds we've seen. No. But nevertheless, things are taking shape in the AFL. I think teams are settling into probably where they're going to finish the season now, aren't they? They usually say round six. is it Round six to eight is a good indicator. So yeah. we're not far off. I think is there only one or two teams, I think, since round eight that have actually fallen out of the eight since then or something like that yeah. it was? Some, yeah. So it's, it's going to be pretty settled. I think your top four to six is sort of going to be set mm. after round eight. Um, then the last two positions sort of flare up and down, depending on injuries, of course. But Oh, that's right. No, there are a couple that could, could potentially fall out from here, but there's a long way to go. Well, if you look at the top six, just quickly, Bulldogs, Melbourne, Sydney, Port, Richmond, Eagles. I, I think we think those six are definitely going to be playing finals. Oh, you'd think so. And if the Swans can maintain the, the run, the, the way they've been playing, then you think they're a good thing to make it. Well, I was looking at Sydney the other day, and they beat Brisbane and Richmond. So they're, they're two pretty tough teams already. So they, they should have a bit of an easier stretch. I would have thought that, you know... Yeah. Bottom end teams they'll have to play so that they could have a couple of good wins still on the horizon. But you look at the next two, Adelaide and Geelong at seven and eight. Well, I'm not convinced there are either of those at the oh. moment. And then Frio, Brisbane, Carlton, GOS, Saints. It really trails right off with the form at the moment. Honestly, Geelong you think will get it together. The Crows I don't expect to maintain their run. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, you go any lower than Brisbane... There's nothing in there that makes me think they're making it, any of the other teams. So, But surprises happen, and I hope they do, because uh, you know, up to now there have been plenty of surprises, and I hope they throw a few more at us. Oh, I still I still think Essendon and St Kilda have a bit of a point to prove come the end of the season. They're still, they're still in the plot, I think, mm. at some stage, Essendon if they can get are. their stuff together. Their percentage is pretty healthy. And it's a good percentage, but... They've only won one game, though. That's I the gave only thing. them a big rap. Yeah. Last week, I said they're ahead of where I thought they were, and they were pathetic on the weekend. They were abysmal. They were avoiding contact, dumping the ball before they could get tackled. It was absolutely woeful. It was boys against men in that game, which was a bit of a concern. And all the all the positive signs I'd seen just were not there at all. So, and it started off like they blamed the weather, or oh, they didn't blame the weather, but you could. But Brisbane handled it all right. They yeah. got four goals. Oh, they were clean. straight away. Yeah, so. they were clean. Yeah. Uh, in the conditions, just, you know, and maybe they're getting back to some ominous form, and hopefully for their sake that is the case. But Essendon just were not on song. So were they your biggest loser of the week? Uh, well, I'm never, I'm not sure. I'd say they were finals bound. So whether I'd call that my biggest loser, I mean, you know, in terms of losers, the Gold Coast, it's loss upon loss upon loss. Collingwood did it again, though, didn't they? With more. It's sort of off-field and not really. Dugowie and Howe on their phones. Oh. Buckley coming out and saying he had concussion and he wasn't thinking straight. It's just terrible. That was the worst excuse I'd yeah, heard it about. Was it was really but bad Buckley news. should have just said, Pemberbury handled it the best. Okay, he, he actually came out, I think I was on the Sunday or whatever, and said, look, we know we're not allowed to do that. We're going to cop the fine. There should be people involved to stop that. So we're just going to cop it. Simple as, Perfect. everyone knows the rules, we've told plenty of time, let's just, we'll cop it and move forward. Yeah. And and Buckley was saying, oh, one of those guys you got to remember had concussion. 
Well, that, that's crap. How didn't have concussion? Yeah, no, he did. <laughs> so, oh, and, and the fine was pitiful. 20 grand. Yeah, just a warning shot. Oh, I think it could have been a lot higher than that. I, I honestly think they could have thrown the book at him. Jared Waitley said it today. I read the news article. You walk in, go on your phone, and any da- any stage of the five days when you're at the ground at the MCG for the Boxing Day test, and you know you're out of the game for 12 months. Is that right? Yep. Jeez. That, that's because they've had incidences in the past with tampering with sports and giving out information and things like that, sports betting. Yeah, yeah. The AFL right. hasn't had it happen yet, but we're kidding ourselves if we don't think that that's not clear yeah. distrust or... It, oh, it, not yeah. in, not in, you know, what is the word? Integral, in, integrity. Integrity, yeah. Absolutely. No, I think so. it pays. But that's hard on the test cricketers. If you're sitting there, no, you're I'm, number 11 and you've got to sit there for the whole first day and you can't get Candy Crush out or do anything like that. <laughs> they know the rules. Yourself. They know the rules, yeah. isn't it? And it's fair. So, I didn't know that rule, but and that's harsh. I, I think the AFL, they had a really clear message they could have shot at them and gone, that's unacceptable. I'm not, I don't know about suspension or whatever, but that should have been a huge fine. And it should have actually been like every team's on notice. Do not do this again. Twenty grand for a club is nothing, especially Colin. Oh, it's nothing. Nothing. But yeah, and it's the players one hand, but the, the box was open. All the rest of it. Yeah. There's so many. But you know, actually, I'm quickly going to adjust my biggest loser. Poor old Jeremy Howe. Mm. He can't get a run. He's injured again. He's out for a while. But not only that. Poster, posters in all these kids' bedrooms of Oscar <laughs> Allen's big mark and right. in the exact same play, he's doing his hammy in the photo. The biggest loser could be Oscar Allen because he just took, about took mark of the year and everyone was talking about Jeremy Howe's injury. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'll sleep pretty well. That won't bother him too much after his big five-goal display. See, so my biggest, my biggest loser, Collingwood, well, we knew they were going to lose. Carlton, they were the same. Carlton gets Port Adelaide. That... Carlton should be asked serious questions. Port Adelaide had two, again, two players injured. One player, uh, Hartlett, got a massive corky in the first quarter, couldn't even run the rest of the game, yeah. and they got absolutely smashed, Carlton. Yeah. So I'm getting real sick of them, to be honest. They, <laughs> they do this every up. year. Every year they have so much promise and everything else, and then they fade away like this. So yeah. Gold Coast, they're injury riddled. Same old story with them. It's, it's really tough on the teams, but... St Kilda, oh, they were clearly, I thought, the biggest loser on the weekend. Not even a fight. The first quarter, they sort of adjusted halfway through the first quarter. And then, what, come out at quarter time and didn't do anything. The Tigers were very, very slick and all over them. But they caved in. They just crumbled, yeah. didn't they? There was no, none of the fight that they showed against you. Against the Eagles. No, absolutely. Against the Eagles, so... We were actually thinking, oh, they've turned the corner. This could be it after the Eagles game. What they did with the eight goals in a row and the pressure, they gave none of that to Richmond. No. So, they really disappointing. Absolutely, they did. So, you know that they're, they're very, very best, like most teams, is good enough to challenge the good teams and beat most other teams. But if they can't keep bringing it, then they're not a contender. So, well, that? You lose by, what they lose by? 60-odd yeah. points? Oh, 80-something, yeah. I think it was. And again. against the Premiership team, well, forget it. You know? I think if you're going to lose like that, you, you can, there's a difference between losing close games and that being possibly acceptable compared to that absolute. Oh, it shows how far off they are, but at least it's round five and it's given an opportunity to get a close look at systems and how to do it. But the personal they have and their game style obviously just didn't marry up at the moment. So yeah. they're not there. So the big winners, 
I had a GWS because that was mm. outstanding. Yes. I mean, the hickey injury really got them back in the game because he was dominating the ruck against Mumford. And then Sam Reid had to go in the ruck and he's, he actually tapped it to Josh Kelly to kick the goal. <laughs> and Frio. Frio outstanding. Yeah. And again, though, was huge. a little caveat on theirs, Tex, as soon as he got hurt, yeah. Adelaide just crumbled, which is... Again, we're on the text train. We're all over it. He was just central to all their attacking yeah. movement, obviously, which and, you do see. And Frio, full credit to them. Went away from home. Adelaide had been pretty good at Adelaide over already, so I think it was good. And AFLW, Brisbane Lions. Yeah, great job. Absolutely Third awesome. Time lucky. Yeah, and everyone had written them off. I think your certainty, don't rub it in, because we're missing these certainties, was <sighs> Adelaide win and lift up the shirt, but... The Brisbane girls, full credit to oh, them. And I watched the last yeah, fully five minutes of that game. They were holding on for dear life, and they did it. And the, the commentators were saying, they need to kick more goals, they need to kick more goals to win it. They just held firm and didn't let Adelaide get the goal. So well done to them, yeah, full credit. absolutely. It's actually a great result for their third grand final out of four played grand finals in five seasons. Good times. So we did talk about Oscar Allen. We spoke about him last week. Remember we threw it in there. Imagine if Frio had Allen and Norton. Yeah. Or, oh yeah, no doubt about that. And someone said something about Oscar Allen, maybe eight hundred and fifty, nine hundred grand a year. I don't think he'll leave the Eagles though. No, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he loves being there. And Jack Darling kicked five, but take ten minutes of that match out, and it's probably the worst five goal game I've ever seen from a key forward. Oh, absolutely. He yeah. Did almost nothing. But <laughs> then he went bang, 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 yeah. which was fantastic. He turned the game. Dom Sheed kicked fair. three in a minute and a half oh, or something. <laughs> that was just great. That was when Collingwood just fell away. Yeah, though, yeah. but. To their credit, they did come back into it. And they looked really dynamic in the first quarter, but you can't have Darcy Moore up forward as good as he looks because he's not back down back. Yeah. So what they do this week, I mean, Essendon don't have a super potent forward line or a strong defensive line. So how they play Darcy Moore will be interesting. Well, they might bring Cox back. I don't know. I, haven't seen, I didn't know how he went in the reserves and that, but I wouldn't put all my hopes on that either. No, so. no you wouldn't. No, he's <laughs> kicked his first goal in an Anzac game. I think that was a big story. Another one I've got here, the Giants uniform. The black. I liked it. Is that in your winner column? I liked I it. I don't like it at all. Oh, I did. And I think it's charcoal, technically. Look, yes. <laughs> I didn't really... I, I would have preferred more a, a more coloured-in orange G on the front. Like an actually orange one? Yeah. Because it was an outline. That might have made it a bit different. But I, I didn't mind it. I liked it better than their white away uniform. And speaking of which, if you're going to have a white away uniform... This is for Frio and Collingwood. Don't wear the long sleeves. Not <laughs> looks, a fan of that. Looks absolutely terrible. White long sleeves. White long sleeves. Not good look. I know it might be cold, but once you start running around, it gets pretty warm out there, doesn't it? Well, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, just work harder, mate. Get on the bike. Unless you're in Tasmania uh-huh. or Ballarat, yes. I'll pay the oh, long that, sleeves. That's a different story. Well, they're playing in Tassie this week, uh, Hawthorne. Well, Crow's wearing the white sleeves. Well, yeah, well, they will be. We'll see. But, yeah, so... Uh, and the other thing was, as well, Buckley the other night. Did you see that interview? He seems almost conceded that... He oh, wasn't begging was for his job. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. begging for his job. He refused to beg for it, which was a bit of a silly question by Robbo. But yeah. <laughs> also, didn't stand firm to say, I, I am the coach. I'll be coaching for as long as I can, for as every, you know, I want to do it in the next year as well. Nothing like that. It was literally, if they decide to go a different way, then I'll understand their decision. 
So it's almost like he's sort of given up. As, as a player, you're probably a bit deflated by those comments. Well, I guess it can go both ways. I mean, you want to avoid making headlines, although he may have inadvertently made some. But he might, might just be trying to be pragmatic. You know, we need to play better footy. It's not for me to huff and puff about my aspirations. But yeah, I did see that. Robbo asked him three or four times in a row. Yeah. And he just wouldn't say, yes, I want to coach next year. So, I think I think they're going to reach it. If they make it to round 10 or 12 and there's no hope of playing finals, I don't think there's any good that comes out of him leaving the club at that time. I think he could still coach out the year. Yeah, I would expect that. And then just have a mutual agreement that we're just playing the young kids and just enjoy it and try and get the new coach for next year ready to go. So See, you can leave on positive terms, you know. Like oh, you don't absolutely. have to be sacked as such. Yeah. But I, he, he actually had a good comment last week that it does make sense just to say play all the kids because some kids aren't really senior football. Yeah, no, great. And he can't just put 10 new first gamers in. It, and not to, they have got a not young list. Their A graders are fantastic. And then they've got this big group of sort of middle-aged, um, mediocre players, if you want to say that. Yeah. So it's not just that they've got masses of young kids coming in the future of the club they've got a handful like most teams do they're not a totally young team so and the the other thing from the weekend i took as well um there's quite a couple of games that were just blowouts we're getting it gets into boring footy when it starts going like that the sydney gws was the game of the week oh that was great and adelaide frio was really really exciting too but that, that was almost the opposite that was like the poor skills kept both teams in it at one stage. <laughs> Adelaide and Frio just kicking it to each other across the back half. Yeah, well, I think you see the Crows um, at times are showing up for perhaps a bit of a lack of class. I think that'll become a theme mm. for them as the season goes on. They've had a hot start, but I, I, I think it could be the beginning of the end for their season. David Mundy, 500 to wonder for the Brownlow. Now or at the start of the now. year? Now. You're joking. No. He'd have some votes. Oh, surely. Oh, one dollar. Put a dollar on it. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. We're on Brownlow Watch. I still like the bomb, though. <laughs> well, I don't like my pre-season tip of Cornelio. That's, that yeah, no, I think you're in trouble with that one. <laughs> yeah. I had merit, remember. Well, he's, at least he's playing. I'll put the bet on him. He'd probably pick up a couple of sneaky votes oh, here and he there. he would be. All right, so we're getting into the next round, eh? Let's do it. Let's get into it. So first game, Friday nights. I'm missing the Thursday night, Chris. I'm missing it already. Yeah, it hasn't I even know, happened I yet. <laughs> I'll be sitting around tomorrow wondering what to do with myself, probably. GWS Bulldogs. This... This, um... These two teams definitely don't like each other. Remember the prelim final and then mm. Bont knocked out Haynes, I think it was? Yeah, it was a, I think that's right. A bump, but it knocked him out. Um, and they were all over him. And then they took Haynes out last time they played and he shook hands with Bont, you know, like, yeah, yeah I'm here, I'm ready to go. <laughs> and he's not really that sort of aggressive yeah. person. But they, they, they really beeline for Bont. They, yeah. There's going to be some melees in this game, Spitfires, and GWS... Well, they know that they beat Sydney last week. They're up for a scrap, so could be a pretty close game in the end. I could see that it could be. Now, I would be. I'd warn the Giants against using misplaced aggression because putting the bond off won't do much when there are five other elite midfielders running around there. Elite midfielders, absolutely. Yeah, agree. Top shelf midfielders. Yeah. So you you can take him out. There's plenty more. Yeah. So if they're just going to target him, the rest of them will run around and dance a merry dance like they have been every other week. Just so send Bont forward. Send him at full forward. Oh, yeah. yeah you wouldn't want to put Haynes on him then. <laughs> That'll be interesting. Ooh. But no, I think the Giants have impressed the last two weeks, I think, but the Dogs are doing nothing wrong. They can yeah. just about be premiership favourites. 
I think they will be uh, just about after. Oh, Richmond probably still there, to be honest. But Bulldogs, they should be at least second by a close margin. Probably by now, yeah. I'm picking the Dogs by five. I reckon it's going to be a really tight, yeah, scrappy game. In Canberra, so... Uh, well, they can wear the long sleeves, I'll let them. <laughs> it snowed there a couple of years ago, didn't it? Not this time of year, though. Yeah, I agree, the Dogs. I'll say 12 points. Yeah. But again, and I've said this for a lot of games this year, it wouldn't surprise me if the Giants pulled a rabbit out of the hat, either. I think if the Giants beat the Bulldogs... This round, this this weekend, I think the Giants should be aspiring for finals footy. Well, they probably are now. They've turned the tide. They beat the previously undefeated Swans, which we know that those games can go either way. And, yeah, I thought they sort of did it. I know they won by two points, but they kind of won it going away, even the, though they were gripping for it at the end. The Giants' midfield's strong. I think Whitfield might be coming back this week. You know, like, Mummy's been doing good in the ruck. I don't yeah. think he's playing, though. No, they got the other bloke coming Flint's back. coming Flint's back. Coming back. But... Kelly's seemed to have maybe turned a corner. You know, the back line looks good, Haynes, but no tall forwards. Toby Green's the one, and he kicked one goal seven on the weekend. Yeah. Like, you know, well, they could have won by a lot more, really. I think that's right. Well, Himmelberg, yeah, and Riccardi, I like the look of, but it's not what you call an A-list forward line now. But around the ground, yeah, they can cover a lot of holes, so... Should be a close game. Should give the dogs a bit of a challenge. They haven't really had too many of those yet. Could could be could be the game of the week. Well, there, there's a couple on here that will be really good games to watch. And the next one, Geelong versus Eagles. Danger's out. No danger, man. Geelong still not impressed. Weren't no. that great against North Melbourne? No, still yet, no. no. At home, like again, another game at home in a row. Good luck to them. Um, <laughs> The Eagles just were all class over Collingwood. I mean, they were at home as well. and They were up. Oh, the Eagles, they lost by eight goals to Saints. Eight goals in a row, right? Yeah. But they were dominant in halfway through the third quarter. They were up by 33. They lost to the Bulldogs by seven. Really, it was one point because there's a goal late. Yeah. So their waveform's not as bad as what everyone says. I'm going with me heart here. I'm picking the Eagles. I think they can do it. They haven't won there for a long time. I know that. But they don't play there that often. But I, ju- I think if the Eagles get on top of them, I don't think Geelong have that second gear. So I think the Eagles midfield and forward line will be too strong for Geelong. So I'm picking Eagles by in a close one by 10. Is the last time the Eagles won there when they were nine goals down at half time or whatever it was? I think it might have been the third quarter. Yeah, I was watching that game. Well, a lot of people were. I think it was in 2006 or something. It might have been the premiership year, too. It was 2006, yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, you know what? You've sort of uh, taken the wind out of my sails because I'm also tipping the Eagles. And my big announcement's been sort of undercut there. Oh, sorry. But, I mean, (laughs) Geelong, I said this every week, I assume they're going to get better. Nothing. Take nothing out of that win against North. It was just a five-goal win against the absolute worst team. Yeah. They were just going. They got the four points, which is good enough. Uh, and they'll improve. But like you said, no danger. Cameron back, I think. Not sure. But uh, I agree. I think the Eagles... Geez, you really do want Shuey and Yo to be getting in there. But I think you, the Eagles will be too good. And uh, your margin's not too bad. I'll say closer. Six points. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting That's game. That's going to be a fascinating game. Gold Coast Sydney. Well, well, don't spend too much time on this one, I don't think, to be honest. Yeah, no, I mean, the Suns are running on empty. I don't see how they could beat the Swans, but, you know, funny things happen up at Metricon occasionally. 
I think just common sense would suggest the Swans should get back on the winners list. Um, the hickey injury won't be too much of a hindrance here because the Suns haven't got a ruckman anyway. So Swans win it by I think four goals, twenty-four. I've got Swans by thirty-six. The biggest loser on the weekend's Buddy being out for a while. Yeah, shame. He was outstanding in that game. He's just putting along. Hope he gets to a thousand goals. But he's just... He'll get there. He'll have another couple of years. The way he's yeah, playing he'll this year, he'll be all right. Yeah, it's not about the way he's playing. It's the way he's You've got to get playing. on the plane. <laughs> Carlton, Brisbane, at Marvel. No, no. Brisbane in a canter. Still not picking Carlton. <laughs> well, it's at Marvel, but Brisbane play Marvel reasonably well. Well, they beat Collingwood there. They did. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think, is that their only game at Marvel so far this year? I think so, yeah. Been. But it sort of, to me, it suits the way they like to play. Although, having said that, that's a bit counterintuitive because they were fantastic in the wet last week and they did bully Essendon, really. I think the Brisbane have figured it out. They know what they're doing now. Yeah. Carlton don't know what they're doing. Simple. Yeah, it's a worry for them. So the Lions could win this by a margin, but I'll say six goals. 36. You know, I'll say 35 because oh, I was really? just about Stop. to write 36. Price is right. That's Stop. why I stopped. Yep. No, but I think... Um, Oh, I think that this game, yeah, I'm not looking forward to watching it. No. I, I, oh, yeah. Carlton, Carlton haven't excited me for a while. They beat Gold Coast, yeah, boo, whoop-de-doo, you know, like, but the rest of the games haven't been that great. No, Harry, Big Harry looks good down forward, I'll give him that oh, he every does. week. And their back line's actually good. Weedering and Jones. Well, that Doherty, he went... So this is where I don't like the dream team points. I think he ended up with about 91 dream team points. But he actually watched the game. Watched the game. I think he went at about 40% disposal efficiency. That's so, coach points. Yeah, but to me, that's you know, you look at that and you think, well, he had a lot of balls, so he did all right. But you actually see what he did with it. It's pretty ordinary. And the other one that's shocking for them at the moment is Mark Murphy. He's playing a half forward, high half forward flank role, getting 14 possessions a game. Probably not much. He's nearly got 300 games under his belt. Does he really want to bow out his career, finishing with 10 to 12, 14 possession games? He should be in the midfield. He should be saying, boys, let's go. Follow me. He's probably not at that level now. Was he ever? Oh, yeah. He used to be. I think he probably had one or two years where he was a good player, but he's never been an ex- excellent player. Probably never, never a superstar, no, but he was a good player, good captain, very serviceable for a while. Yeah, but yeah, he's in his twilight now, and he's sort of missed any chance if he ever had intentions to leave and chase a flag like a lot of players do these days. But uh, Brisbane and Lockie Neal back as well in form. Yeah. So if that's a sign of things to come, then they can probably get back to the level we expect. You got to lock down Daniel Rich. You got to lock him down. He they give him the ball every time with his kicking, and even in the wet, they were still looking for him instead of just kicking it forward themselves because he was still pinpointing passes. Oh, yeah. You don't play someone on him. At your apparel. Oh, he's sensational. Now this one, game of the round potential here. Melbourne, Richmond. Melbourne, I haven't been a big believer, but they keep proving me wrong. To the point, I am tipping Melbourne. Oh, look out. By another close margin, I'll say 10 points. 10? I think if the weather's good, I think Melbourne, the way that they play, looks awesome. I'm not sure if Ben Brown might be back this week. He's in selection line. Yeah, but, but they're not sure if they're picking him and Wiedemann in the same side. But well, Not to mention McDonald's already there. Yeah, that's right. So And Petrarca looks good. Their back line's settled. May would be really, really handy. If they had May, I would have been more sure oh, about I, picking them. But I think they're, they're naming him, aren't 
I think their midfield's pretty good. I'm not sure if he's going to be up or not still, though. Uh, yeah, I think I read today that he's in selection frame. There's nothing against Richmond. They are really red-hot form, too. But I just think Melbourne, this is the game that's going to show if they're the real deal this year or not. Well, I agree. And you know what? I think it's going to show that they're not. <laughs> this is You can call this tipping with heart if you want. I actually, this is what I think it'll be. Richmond by 50 points. Oh, gee. I think this will be Melbourne's reminder. And the Tigers got one in 2017 when we were flying. And the Crows went ahead and beat Richmond by 70-odd points. You can adjust from there, but I think this is the game that Melbourne get a little whack and, and go back to the drawing board. They will make the finals and have a good season. This is the game that just reminds them they're not there yet. Yeah. That's what I think. Richmond have already had that this year. Against Sydney, you remember? Round True. two or whatever it was. Yeah, so. they did. And that was just sort of, you could say caught off guard, but you know, they can't catch you off guard for two whole hours. <laughs> At some stage, you've got to click in. But I just think, you know, they're, they're getting towards that top level. Well, I tell you I'm what, Melbourne do this to me every year. I start believing and then boom. <laughs> but I hope it's not. I, I hope yeah. it's a lot closer than that. If they win, then then they're well and truly on the march, aren't they? It doesn't bother me. If either team wins or loses this matches, I really don't feel like it's going to make a huge difference come the end of the year. I think they're both playing finals this year. I would still. say so. so but I just, the top yeah, four, I just but think yeah. it'll happen. Ah, fair call. Frio North. Well, this one, I think Frio, they're not huge on putting teams away, are they? Uh, well, no, they haven't been. Their two home games, I've had sort of six-goal leads and, and ended up winning by four goals and two yeah, goals. Pretty close three. in the end. Of, so I'm picking Frio still, obviously, because you can't tip north at the moment. No, but I'm only going by 30. I think it's really good for Frio. I mean, they, if they win this, what are they going to end up being? Are they four, four and two? two? Like, that's and a great Derby, start for them. Derby next week too, so leading up in form. Well, two home games in a row. You might as well look after them while you can, AFL. So. And it's three because they play at home the week after that as well. Oh, there you go. So look well, well, they could end up, if that's the case, what's that then? So four and two, five, six and two. What, potentially? We're going six and two after round eight, are we? This is what, because they'll obviously beat the Eagles. That's a done deal. Oh, is it? And then they play Brisbane the week after that, so... Yeah, but that could be a 50-50 too. If they beat the Eagles, I'd, you'd almost tip them to beat Brisbane. I don't know if they'll beat the Eagles, but let's just start with North Melbourne. (laughs) Frio by 30. And and David Mundy, full credit, again, we mentioned him. Those ones are unbelievable. He looks unreal. He looks really, really good. He's enjoying footy, footy. yeah. He would have got votes against the Crows. I hope they stick with Tracy. I hope they stick with him. He didn't have a great game. He was lean against the Crows, wasn't he? Lean is an understatement. Then Tabernar pulls a rabbit out of the hat. He's the Justin Kaczynski. Of the modern game. <laughs> Don't be fooled. I said it was a, a bad five-goal game by Darling. That was a pretty ordinary four-goal game. But he's doing his bit. Oh, you kicked the four goals. Is their target up yeah. there? Well, that's right. That's No one's going to look at it in 20 years and go, oh, yeah. well, I don't know where I'm going with that. And old mate Ryan down back. How good a season oh, he had. Oh, yeah, he was great. He was best on. He was fantastic. He was best on ground. Yeah, he was brilliant. Those, all those intercept marks. So you're picking north by how much, Chris? Yeah, oh, no worries. Why not? No, I think obviously uh, Freo will win this game. I don't, it's hard to say. I mean, maybe they put the foot down and catch fire. But I, I sort of think five goals is about where I see it as well. So I'll say 31 because we we're We did this. one little before, yeah. Yeah, so yeah the Melbourne-Richmond, that was close. <laughs> yeah, well... But um, just be wary, a team that has not had a win eventually does find one somewhere, don't they? Well, they do so. tend to. I think Freo in Perth isn't easy. 
But then again, nothing to lose. No, North need almost like a Tasmanian game with like almost snow and wind and then all of a sudden it's game on because who knows. They'll they'll get a win eventually. They've got a bit of pluck about them. Speaking of Tasmania, Hawthorne Adelaide. At at the University of Tasmania Stadium. So, I'm picking Hawks here. 17th versus 7th, complete mismatch. Not confident, but I'm picking Hawks because Hawks were terrible against Melbourne last week. So but I'm picking Hawks by again. three points. Oh, wow. No, I think, I think as I said earlier, I think the Crows' wheels are sort of starting to wobble a little bit. They had a great start. Hawthorne haven't had a great season, but I don't think they've been far away at times. And I think they should win this relatively comfortably. I would say they'll win by 48 points. That's just about their margin they lost to Melbourne to last week. Yeah, I, I like it. <laughs> Well, the Saints had a... Texas playing, too. Texas apparently still good to play. play. Yeah. Well. That could change a lot. Oh, it certainly can. It'll just straighten them straight up. In Tasmania, though. No, I, I mean, think the Hawks yeah. will win pretty comfortably. I think when they play their very best football, they still look okay. I don't and, think they can do it for a whole game. Now, this game of the round potential, Anzac Day Clash. Should be a darn beauty. Don't know what the weather's like, but even if it's raining, they keep them really entertaining. I'm not sold on Collingwood. I know Essendon got towed up. That was terrible. But I, I think Collingwood are worse. I'm picking the Bombers. I'm going the Bombers by 13. Oh, God. This one is a flip of the coin. But Collingwood at 64% of the vote, I, I don't believe that's right. That should be close to 50-50, eh? That's, yeah, that's a bit of a discrepancy. Jeez, whoever loses this will be looking over their shoulders at North. Collingwood should win. You're picking Collingwood? Yeah, I'm like a yo-yo with Essendon, but they were so poor. And it, it, losing by 10 goals is one thing, but they, there was no spirit. They were scared to get hit and tackled. I don't think that's a good sign. They were exhausted. They had two away games in a row, Chris. Oh, yeah. It's really hard on the t- Melbourne teams. Yeah, I feel bad for them. No, I feel, I'm disappointed in them. I've got a bit of spite in this too, because I gave them a pump-up for the first time of the year, and, <laughs> and they, they let you down. <laughs> well, that's how I'll be feeling about Melbourne, maybe, at the end of the week. Or maybe me with Richmond. <laughs> no, nah, Collingwood should win. I thought, actually, I thought they had showed some positive signs against you, because that was no disgrace in my book. Oh, no, I didn't rate it. Oh, I thought the first quarter they were up and about, and then the second and third quarter, the Eagles just dominated. It was a 54-point swing or something ridiculous something like, like that. that. And then they kicked a couple of late goals, but the game was done. I wasn't stressing when they got those late ones. So Yeah. No, I, no. I just thought... And even their setups in the middle, like... They had a fifth gamer on the wing against Gaff. Like, it just didn't make sense. I know that they lost to Goey and Howe. Moore was down forward. Mm-hmm. So... It was just throwing, literally throwing magnets on the board in the end, I think, isn't it? So. Pretty well. So you can sympathise with Buckley a little bit there. Maybe they do bring in Cox and put more back. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. It's going to be a fascinating game. Well worth watching. And it's always oh. worth watching the Anzac Day game anyway. I look at the SNL on paper. Merritt, Parrish, even Heppel looks all right this year. Um, McGrath. Who's the other one that stepped up for him? I think there is one in there, but... You, oh, so well, that, Ridley won't be playing. Ridley Pretty much their out. best player now. Oh, the tall, skinny guy, Cox. Oh, Cox, yeah. yeah, yeah the like, lame one against you know, Brisbane. But hooker down forward looks good. Yeah, he looks good. Yeah. Tipper's been doing his thing. He looked pretty good against Brisbane, so, to be fair. 
So you're picking Collingwood by how much? Uh, oh, 15. Yeah. Although I'd like to see a Zaharaka style, maybe it'll rain for dramatic effect and a last minute, last gasp goal. Jake Elliott. Who else did one of those? Blair? Yeah, I can't remember yeah. now. Anyway, they've had some doozies. No, they've had rippers. And I hope it's another one, despite where they're at on the ladder. It's a big day, you know. Well, it doesn't matter. Even if one team's flying and one's not, they're usually close on Anzac Day. So, it's yeah, going to be a good game. It yeah. Port St Kilda. Is this going to be a bit of a fizzer at the end of the end of the week? Sunday night game? I don't see how it won't be. But the Saints could throw a surprise out. No, not, I've given up on them. Not close enough to win. I've given up on the Saints. I'm going Port by 40 points. As soon as you said that, you put the Saints back in the game. Possibly. Because that's how it works. But if that's if that's what it takes for them to get back in the game, that says more about them. That they're listening oh, yeah, to this yeah. podcast, well, waiting for Mickey B to rev them up. Brad Hill's listening <laughs> like, what, what should we do? Brad Hill's all of a sudden going, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Fight up now. <laughs> We're going to be on their banner. Keep it on that. Oh, they're not doing banners, are they? Uh, oh, yeah, well, poor, 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 you know, I mean, they're still one of the hot shot teams. They'll win by, um, geez, uh, I don't know if they'll blow St Kilda away. 20 points. Maybe St Kilda will have some fight, but they couldn't get the fight when they had the big games earlier in the year. No, so. they won in Adelaide last year against Port, but that's that doesn't matter, obviously, but their best footy is still awesome, but you just don't see it that often. Port Adelaide, they've won four games, healthy percentage. Jeez, they're good. And they're oh, losing they players they're too. Really they're, they're getting injured players as they're playing the games, mm-hmm. and they're still putting teams away. Yeah. So, beware, beware for Port Adelaide. No, they're very, very handy. So we go straight into the certainties now, hey Chris? Well, it's we good. Go. We've got a couple of different ones. I think that's going to be fair. There's going to be quite a few yeah. that those games are pretty hard to tip. Some of them are, yeah. The odds across the board here, they're all pretty, pretty even apart from North. So certainties last week, Chris. Crows were going to win the AFLW Grand Final, and Chelsea, Chelsea Randall, Chelsea Randall was putting a shirt up. Look at my belly, I've got the Crows one underneath. Well, yeah, that's, that was the plan. The uncertainty happened. So that's what we should start calling them. Uncertainties. <laughs> At this point, yeah, we're doing badly. And I went all in on my nine out of nine. And Sydney lost by a point or two points in the end. And the Adelaide Frio one got away from me as well. Yeah, so I went much. all in. I should have gone the other way, which what I was thinking as we were talking, that... At least six or five of the games would have been a blowout by forty points oh, or more. You, I think you might have said wasn't far off. So that was your certainty. Yeah. Well, here's mine. Let's do it. Things are starting to sort of level out. We're getting a read on teams. There are nine games. There are nine reasonably distinct favourites. All nine favourites are going to win. No nine upsets. Favourites. Have you picked the nine favourites? Uh, yeah. I don't think you have. Yeah, I didn't pick any upsets in that. I think you picked the Eagles over Geelong. Oh. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Eight. Eight, that's not good enough. So eight you're going to get eight out of nine. That's what you're going with, yeah? Uh, yeah, I'll see what I've done. So you got eight out of nine. No, well, eight of the nine plus Eagles. <laughs> well, that's Go all in. Go your nine. Nine. Do it, Chris. All right. If the Eagles lose, my certainty's on track. Nine. Nine tips or not a certainty? Nine tips. That's what you're going yeah. with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that you sounds, like, sounds like a bit of a steal. No. <laughs> but mine will work. Possibly. Oh, I think that, that's that's pretty ballsy. That's pretty ballsy because, as we said, there's about four games there that we think are 
flip of the coin. They, so. Yeah, absolutely true. But I don't know why. I think I could just see it's starting to make a bit more sense. You can start oh. having faith in some teams. You wouldn't want North to win this week then. <laughs> now, here's my certainty. Oh, yeah. Ready? And this might not happen this week, but this is what is definitely going to happen. The umpires aren't blowing the whistle quick enough, and it's leading to players for a ball up, and it's leading to players to sling tackle, and it's happening a lot. They hold on for that extra bit down, and just because the player that's tackling goes, that's enough, puts them into the ground, and then they're calling a dangerous tackle free kick. I, I think the certainty is, possibly not this week, but I'm going with it, the umpires, by not calling it quick enough, is going to be a dangerous tackle with it resulting concussion. Right, because they're letting it play out. They'd, let's let it go too long. They're, and then when the ball spills out, they go, oh, it's knocked out in the tackle. That's crap. See, they're holding the ball or ball it up. Like, oh, you what see are you it doing? so much. Like, Blokes putting the ball on the ground and then just patting it away or mm. no prior, but but he, he's thrown it out. I mean, that's a rule too, anyway. We can yeah. go on all day if we want to start. Oh, but, but I, and I'm not putting the umpires necessarily on that, but I just think if they called it a bit quicker, then you wouldn't result in that player trying to force the other one to the ground. And that's that's where I think the yeah, dangerous tackle is coming from. Good observation. So... Bit of an well, off-centre certainty, a but, sad one. but that's what I think is going to happen. So, our favourite segment, Chris. Here it is. We're going back to our original role. You, do you know the answer to this? Do you know the answer to this one? Do I know the Do you answer? know who won? Oh, yeah. I know who won. Oh, do you? One of our faithful listeners messaged me to tell me that I'd won. Oh, did they? Yes. Well, we don't have to do Statman anymore. So, Jared, we're a bit sick of it, are we? Are we a bit sick of Statman now? Oh, yeah. No, don't no. worry. This is, you didn't like losing this one. You're going to hate losing the next 17. <laughs> No, 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 no. Let's do it. Oh, oh. Ready? I'm a stat man. I wish they could see the face as well. <laughs> you are a true performer. you got to give it a your all. Give it your all. So the team with the most behinds last week. Chris picked the Eagles. They got seven behinds. Mick, Saints with six. How is that? <laughs> if I go back through the scores, I reckon they were the two lowest behind I didn't scores. even quite know that. That's fantastic. I was watching the game when I saw because I saw I knew that Saints had six and I was screaming Collingwood kick get the ball down your end so because the Eagles are on six in the last quarter. You wanted and to they know. got seven. Imagine that being a draw like that Bond versus Rewell goal kicking draw. So Port Adelaide had six behinds. Oh wow. Adelaide had six. God. Hawthorne had six. <laughs> North Melbourne had five. Whoa. You could have picked North. I would have beat five you by one. <laughs> so, that, that's astonishing. Because we went for it for different reasons. I said oh. Richmond would put the pressure on and force the St Kilda behind. Which just didn't happen. Because <laughs> it never went down there. And you thought the Eagles are going to dominate that hard. They're going to miss so many goals. So. Well, I thought Colin would have pushed you wide as well. None of it really came true. It turns out to be really exciting watching the games oh, when I know what these stats I'm are doing. Like, you would have been there cheering and booing. I didn't even know until Heinzy messaged me. So the stat man this week. We decided yes. earlier the closest game. So the closest scoring game. Yeah, that's what we're going with. Yeah, got the closest the margin. Lowest margin. Lowest margin. So there's a couple of doozies here that, we, as we said before, your lowest margin. Yeah, all right. All right. I'll kick off. Hey? You go. Yep. There are a few here that it could be. 
But I really think Geelong and the Eagles, I don't see either team getting a hold of that one, really. I think that'll be the closest margin. Geelong Eagles? Yeah, I think so. Well, I'm going to go one better on that. And I'm going to go, because we're going to finish this stat man pretty early on in the piece, I'm going to say the Dogs Giants. Oh. I was thinking Geelong Eagles, though. Well, but but I did have I did have the dogs by three, I believe, over crows. But I'm I'm still picking that Bulldogs GWS. That's going to be tight, eh? What do you got by three down there? Hawks by three. Three. Yeah. Did I say that? Did Did you? Hmm. I didn't think so. That's all right. We'll see how that game plays out. But I'm still (laughs) saying the dogs Giants. I think will be the closest margin game. That one. Those first two games are going to kick off the weekend with cracking style. Oh, yeah. And then fizzes out a little bit, but then you've got Melbourne, Richmond, Anzac Day Eve. Yes, that's a And then game. Collingwood, Essendon is going to be phenomenal. That game is so good. It is so good. The build-up to it, yeah. everything else. You know, we, we do our Anzac Day parade early in the morning here. The dawn service, obviously, then the parade. And then you come home and watch the footy. It was about 12 o'clock. Might be a little bit later with Anzac Day. And then you hear the... Bugle again. They got what seventy thousand at the MCG. I think they're allowed now. Is it or is something? That, oh, I'm not actually sure. It's going to be a big crowd oh, still. Gonna, yeah, so yeah. even if they get sixty thousand, going to be hopefully good weather. Oh, I'm really looking so. forward to that. Big day on the sporting calendar. And yeah, very you know, good to pay respect. So hopefully the teams make it a spectacle of a game as well. And yeah, they could be the closest game. You know, we didn't talk I'll about be watching it. it. The Collingwood Essendon clash jumper though. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah, I saw them. I thought it was fine. I think once you put the Essendon white shorts on, it'll stand out a lot better than what it does. But they are pretty close together, the uniforms. They could have... Surely they'd actually go, look, these are our designs, but we just need to check with the other team and just see if that's going to be close enough. So Essendon could have gone the red with the black, but the, I think it's the poppies on their side. Yeah, that's so what that's it is, yeah. That's standout thing, yeah. I thought it would be fine, Oh, there's a bit of talk about it, but yeah, I think once they put the white shorts on, it'll stand out a bit better. But I'm looking forward to it. Oh, another good, hopefully, good week. We well, can do with another good one. Well, and, and the stat man back in mixed favour. Getting Chris just get creeping back in here. We had the tie, you had one. I'm still up 3 1, but I'd like to keep that margin. You, you just stayed out. You've beaten North. You've taken one. Oh. You're not the North Melbourne anymore. <laughs> I've graduated to Essendon. Alrighty, well there we go. I think that's another one in the book. That's a good one. It's going to be a good weekend. Can't wait to oh, see yeah, it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Got to wait an extra day, but we can hang in there. Alright, Mick. Bring back Thursday night footy. Yeah. Bring I, it back. I think Gil's listening. He listens. And Steve Hocking. Alright, you beauty. Nicely said. Thanks everyone for tuning in. See listen you in to week. us next week. Yeah, well listen. <laughs> Might not see us. Bye. See ya.